Aloha everyone and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host Chad Owens. Happy Hump Day Wednesday everyone. Peak of the week, you know what it is. Look, I got a very special guest joining me today. You guys gotta stick around and check out this interview. It's hot fire. So look, like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Google Maps designed the University of Hawaii location with Caleb Phillips in mind. In the search box, type in Phillips' name and the location would come out as everywhere. That was quoted by Steven Tsai uh, in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser as he's talking about newly added threat, uh, offensive threat, Caleb Phillips, who transferred in from Stanford you guys got to check out this article. This guy is a, a dynamic player. He can line up at, at, at running back, slot receiver, fullback, tight end, tackle, and wide receiver. This dude's like a superhero playing out there. Did, did, we, did we sign LeBron James? I mean, just checking. Just checking. Anyway, look, uh, Philip Sawyer is amazing. In high school, he played tight end, got recruited to go to Stanford, was playing outside linebacker. Man, outside linebacker? Un, being underutilized. I'm just thankful that we got him here. Hawaii, we need to be excited come, come kickoff this fall. We've got some very, very dynamic players on offense. And with a full spring, summer, fall training camp under our belt, I'm excited to see some fireworks. And I'm excited to see this all take place in the newly renovated Ching Field. And so, look, check out Steve Inside's article in today's Home Star Advertiser again, talking about Caleb Phillips. Now, this is very interesting. It's titled Bowl Goes Digital. And this is talking about the Arizona Bowl. Okay, uh, they partner with Barstool Sports. If you guys follow Barstool Sports on Instagram, it's a huge social media platform. Um, comedy, uh, they, they rag on people. It's, it's, it's one of the biggest sports social media platforms out there. Now, they have the rights to the Arizona Bowl now. So what does that mean? Well, that bowl game is not going to be aired on TV, on ESPN, CBS, it's going to be on Barstool Sports apps, all their social media platform, their website. That's where you're going to be able to watch that game. I mean, this is, this is where we are right now, right? Everything is going digital. And, hey, they broke the ice. I don't think they're going to be the last uh, program to do it, the last bowl game to do it. There's going to be more things connecting to the digital world, to the digital platforms, taking advantage of these outside, uh, uh, outside of the television realm, right? There's, there's a lot of money to be made and partnerships to be had outside of the TV realm. So congratulations to Barstool Sports and to the Arizona, Arizona Bowl, right? And whoever the two teams are that's going to be playing in that football game, uh, I think it's, it's, it should be exciting. It's a new era, uh, a, a new era for a lot of things. Right? College athletes getting paid. Now, 
digital platforms having an opportunity to host bowl games. And this is just the beginning. In one of the biggest stories, uh, controversial, uh, eyebrows raised, questions uh, in the soccer world, this Lionel Messi, you know, to PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, and not being able to stay in Barcelona where he wanted to, where he offered to take a 50% pay cut. It's like, why? Right? Probably for an athlete, one of the hardest things to do is to not be wanted in a place you feel as if you dedicated so much you want to be at and to not be wanted. That's tough. But, you know, it's, to me, it's almost like, you know, when you, when you lose a loved one, right, you grieve. There's, hard, there's hardships. There's tough times in, the, in that immediate moment because you think about all the things that you've had, you've thought about all the things that you want to do, and then that's just taken away from you. And, you know, now that he's, I guess, maybe sort of past that stage, as an athlete, sometimes new opportunity, fresh starts, new beginnings uh, help ignite a new fire. And, and as athletes, that's, I talked about this in the Olympics, the resilience of athletes, the elite level athletes, that's what makes the difference. And, and he's a resilient elite level athlete. He is going to come out of this thing and watch. He'll probably have his best season of his career. That's what I'm predicting. That fire's lit. And I know he's going to embrace PSG and lead them to a championship. That's his goals. All right, look. I got the privilege to interview this UFC middleweight contender, local boy, Brad Tavares. He just came off of a big win and he's in recovery mode, prep mode, getting ready for the next, the next fight. And that's what it's always about. Win, lose, draw. Man, the preparation for the next fight begins. And Brad's got a very uh, interesting story, amazing story. And uh, I want you guys to check this out. Okay. Um, Brad, uh, look, man, welcome to the CO2 Rundown. I appreciate you taking the time, man, to, to join us. Thank you for me. having me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. For those watching, tuning in, you know, Brad Tavares, UFC middleweight, um, I guess, contender. I mean, you know, Brad, you've, you've joined the, the ranks out of Hawaii yep. with BJ Penn and Max Holloway being, I think, one of only those three to fight. Is it, is it 20? 20, 20 times. 20, yep. 20 fights in the UFC. Yeah. 20 uh, UFC fights. And bro, you're only what 32? 33. 33. 33. Yeah, I'll be 34 at the end of this year. Yeah, man. I think uh, your first pro MMA fight was it when you were 19? Um, yeah, something what? like that. Some something like that. Yeah. So I got into the Ultimate Fighter uh, when I was 21, and then by the time we started filming was just after my 22nd birthday. Because, so season, we were season 11, I want to say. Season 10, when they did the heavyweights, Scott Junk, um, Roy Nelson, Kimbo Slice, they were going to do that, a dual season, middleweights and heavyweights. 
So me, Scotty, um, Yancey was supposed to be on that season. Uh, we all flew out uh, to Seattle, did the tryouts, and they called us all back. They're like, hey, we're going to use you guys, this and that. And then Scott went on to do the show, and they just called myself and Yancey back, and we're like, hey, we're going a different direction. And, you know, we were kind of down about it, like, oh, we didn't get selected. And then come to find out, it's just because they did only heavyweights. And mm. they needed to do that so that they could get Kimbo. Kimbo Slice was the name making the show. And they needed to do that to get him, make sure that he was in there, you know, like they couldn't risk him fighting and losing and not getting in. So that was like the first season since they had started the fights to get into the house that they didn't have them fight to get into the house. So, wow. uh, yeah, so um, ended up being on the next season, season 11. And that was shortly after, literally like a week or two after my 22nd birthday, we went into the house. It was right after. Um yeah, and then so I've been in the UFC ever since, since 2010. Um, what is that, 11 years now? A little over yeah, 11 man. years. Yeah. Wow. Going on Grinding, years. bro. Grinding. Grinding. And heck of a career so far, bro. Long, like, long way to go. But, bro, I was looking at it, and, yeah, you got some, you got some heavy hitters on your resume, bro. Uh, yeah. Robert Whitaker, uh, Yoel Romero, and the current champ. You yeah, know, Israel Adesanya, which you took him the distance. You know, after your last win, UFC 264 against Amari uh, Akhmedov, split decision victory. Um, you know, I, post fight, I, I saw that 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 almost like that relief uh, on your face because you know being on the winning side, it's it's tough, and you have a lot more wins than you do losses, and your losses haven't been you know very you know, very too, too, too one way decided, you know what I'm saying? You're a yeah. fighter. You always put up that, that scrap, you know, I, I just feel like that this last win of yours, bro, is setting you up and is going to propel you for, for things to come. Like, how do you feel? Do you feel like that that's kind of the case? Oh, definitely. You know, um, and then, yeah, going back to that. So in that, in that moment, when they're reading the decision, the second they said, that one judge scores it for, I don't know who, whoever they read, but I knew that it was going to be a split decision. I was like, all I could think was I'm about to get ripped off. I in no way, shape or form felt like I had lost that fight at all. I didn't even think it was close. Like, and then even when in doing the interview, I get, I was like, you know what? I can see them giving him the first round, the takedowns, whatever. Right after the fight, when I had the first chance I had to go back and watch the fight, I watched it and I was like, I don't even think I lost the first round. Like I, like I may be biased. It's me watching me, but I went back and I, and I watched it back and watching it back. I was like, I think I won the first round. I definitely won the second round. And I for sure won the third round, you know, I almost finished them there yeah. at the end. Yeah. So that's what, that's what everybody was seeing. Like in my head, I'm like, I'm about to get ripped off. And then it was more so a uh, relief of, okay, they got it right. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the first time that's happened to me. I remember I fought in England. I fought Tom Watson. Um, and I beat him dominantly. And they read the cards and it was a split decision. And even Tom Watson, he came over to my locker room after the fight. And he's like, hey, bro, heck of a fight. There's no way that was a split decision. Real respectable guy, stand-up guy. He came over. He's like, hey, there's no way that that was a split decision. You hands-on won that fight. He's like, I probably won't be able to walk for the next week. Like, you destroyed my legs. Um, 
And so I, I was like, you know, I really respected him for that. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to come over and tell me those things, but just a stand-up guy. And then later on, um, I think it was Herb Dean actually ended up having a conversation with my coach, Ray Seffo, and then informed him like, oh yeah, what actually happened was one of the judges marked the wrong scores. He, he had us opposite, which, you know what I mean? Imagine that would have went the other way and how much of a nightmare that would have been. But it was one of those things. It was like, whatever, we got the win. There's no, you don't need to go appeal like, oh, I want it to be a unanimous, even though that's what it should have been. This, this person made a mistake. But um, yeah, so back to like the win, I definitely feel like, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Um, right before I fought Izzy, I was riding a four or five fight win streak uh, going into that fight. I ended up losing that fight. Uh, in that fight, I broke my arm. So I had some injury setbacks over the last two, two years or so. Um, and then I was able to, after the Shabazian fight, tore my ACL. And coming back from that, this year I've been able to get things back you know, uh, going in the right direction. Um, but that's something that, you know, like I'm like not to sound like cocky that, but or overconfident, but that's something that I'm used to. You know, I don't ever think that like, oh, I'm going to go out there. I know that there's a chance that I can lose, but I like expect to win. You know, like I only like I try to visualize that and just be positive and put that positivity out into the universe for myself so yeah i don't know if that sounds like i'm making sense but yeah that's kind of how no I bro I, I get it bro hey you speak you preaching to the choir right yeah. you know that that's that's a that's a fighter's mentality a warrior's mentality and that's that's something i carried heavy in my heart every every practice every yeah. rep every game it, it's it's a constant belief in yourself and bro you're not sounding cocky you got to be confident and bro in, in the fight game it's it's up here 99% oh, of the battle is up here. You know that. So you have to have that. It, it's, it's that borderline cockiness, confidence. Bro, you got to have that. But you're a humble guy. The way, yeah, you do, no. the way you go about your business is very humble. You know what I'm saying? You're not calling out people after your fight. You're not, you know, you're very humble, very respectful. But you have that, that warrior on the inside that a lot of our Hawaii fighters have and that's what I respect a lot about you guys so much and our Hawaii fighters is it's like well we don't have to be showboaters we, we let we let these things do the talking and everyone knows exactly. everyone knows exactly. that bro, I'm, I'm messed up after fighting these guys you know so um for you I guess what's next on the agenda I know the overall goal is to be a champ yeah in your opinion what do you have to do how far away are you from getting another title shot how many bouts how many wins like what's the what's that oh, future like? i i definitely i i feel like I, i'm right there you know like i've always over these last however many years i've been in the top 10 top 15 of uh, of this division um fighting guys and you know like i've gone on my streaks five six fight win streak whatever it may be i i set a couple setbacks back on a four fight win streak whatever um setbacks and then you know but that's the fight games you know it's the highs and the lows so i definitely if i can i'm on a two fight win streak now if i can yep. string a couple more two three maybe you know uh more wins together over ranked opponents and it just depends like how who i get next and then get a win over that and who's after that that might be put me right there you know so it, it it's it's very 
in the very foreseeable future for me. Um, so again, just back to what I do, you know, stay, stay in the gym, stay grinding, keep learning, um, keep elevating my game. You know, I, I think that's a big thing is, is guys a lot of times get too comfortable in what they're doing and then they become stagnant. Um, I love going back and seeing what can I do better? What, what can, what can I fix? What can I change, you know, to, to elevate my game? Cause the second that you feel like this is it for you, then that's it for you. You're not going to go past yeah. that. Yeah. You're going to hit a plateau and, and that's it, you know? So as long as like you can keep knowing that you can elevate your game, you can get better. Cause the game is always changing. Look at MMA five years ago, what was happening 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like it, it's yeah. always evolving. It's always evolving. So you got to stay ahead of, uh, ahead of the curve in that way. You know, you got to keep evolving with the game so that you don't get left behind. I appreciate you taking the time to, to come on and, uh, you know, do the CO2 rundown with me. And Automatic, good luck, man. bro. Automatic. Get back to some gaming. Get back to the family, bro. Enjoy that. Yeah, bro, I appreciate you having me on. You know, it's been a pleasure. So whenever, whenever you like talk story, hey, I'm always here for it. Oh, 100%, bro. We're going to be wrapping up for sure. You know, maybe for your next fight, we'll get a pre-fight. Yeah, uh, 100%. Sick. 100%. Right on, Chad. You have a good one, bro. Right, right on, on, Brad. Mahalo. Aloha. And to catch the rest of that interview, trust me, you want to watch this entire interview because Brad's got some nuggets, man. He's got a lot of great insights uh, in the game and in life, man. So go to the Star, the Honolulu Star Advertisers YouTube page and check it out. Don't forget, man, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Leave us some comments. And again, Brad, bro, mahalo so much for that. Man, I can't wait to, to, to connect with you when I get to Vegas, get in a little bit of, little bit of training. <laughs> all right, brother, appreciate it. Guys, go check that out. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, again, I want to remind you, go to the Honolulu Star Advertisers YouTube page to watch the rest of my interview with Brad Tavares. It was a fire one. Um, and yeah, look, enjoy this day. I'll see you all. Come Aloha Friday.